Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. Everything you do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to your own benefit. You work in it, and that is what it is. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an effect to show. Oh, thank you, Lord. Colossians 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Colossians 1. Your Bible will say, Iwe Colossi. Glory to God. <laughs> Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. Verse 2. To God's holy people in Colossi, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, Grace and peace to you from God, our Father. Verse 2 again. To God's only people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father. So first of all, I pray for all of us tonight. The grace and the peace of God. Peace of God from God our Father to you now. In the name of Jesus. I speak grace to your heart. I speak peace all over you. In the name of Jesus. God our Father would have us live at peace. To be at peace at all times. Never troubled. Never alarmed. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. So I speak to everyone here tonight. The peace of God reigns all over you in the name of Jesus. Now, this peace means nothing missing, nothing broken. So, I speak to everything in your life, in your family, you know, your relatives, your friends. The peace of God all over you. The peace of God all over your family, your finances, relationships, career, uh, health. The peace of God in the name of Jesus. And by extension, I pray the peace of God all over Nigeria, all over the world. Right now, the peace of God, our Father, goes all over the world in the name of Jesus. There is healing, emotional healing, restoration in the name of Jesus. Whatever the devil is feeling right now, we are proclaiming a restoration in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now it says, to God's only people in Colossae. So, I want to dig down further into this verse 2 again tonight. Because, you know, this is what is foundational. It is foundational. To God's only people in Colossae. Now, before, before that, anybody right now, anybody online right now, anybody dealing with any pain, I don't care how small that pain is. Right now, that pain lives in the name of Jesus. The pain lives now. Every discomfort lives now. Every discomfort lives now. I speak as one sent by Christ your healer. And I speak healing to you now. In the name of Jesus. Every pain goes off now. 
Thank you. Verse 2. To God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Awesome. So we said last week, and I'll take it over because it's very important, okay? We said, now, he called the people in Colossians, he called them God's holy people. Now, he didn't say some of them. He didn't say the well behaved ones. He said, he called everyone there God's holy people. And this is the point that when you received Jesus, you became a part of God's holy people. Glory. So you are a holy person. So when they say, who only pass? Yes, you are one of those that only pass. Why? Because your, your, your holiness is not yours. It is what Christ has made you, made you become. So your holiness is of Christ. It is not what you did. It is what Christ has done. So you are one of those that are called only by God. Now, if God calls you only, then you are surely one of those that they call only pass. <laughs> it is who you are. Okay? So, you know, um, Brad in what God has done for you. Enjoy being called um, Sister Mary, um, you know, um, Spirit Coco, stuff like that, okay? Rejoice in your identity. We don't hide it. We don't, we don't, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, hide back or just form Loki, okay? We are bold about who we are. We are God's holy people. It is something to rejoice about. It is something to rejoice about, to be proud of, you know, to boast about. Let's in that boast. Both in the Lord. So we, are, we are those that boast in the Lord because of what Christ has done. So it's not really about what I do, right? It's more about what Christ has done for me. Not really about what I do. It's first and foremost, the finished work of Christ that makes me holy. Okay, so the holy there, the Greek word there is agaios. It means to be declared as God's own. The sacred, okay, to be separated, separated from everybody, separated from everything from the world, and belong to Christ. So you are the called out ones. We are the ecclesia, the called out ones. We are called out to belong to God. See, see it says we are called out. We are separated unto God. We are sanctified, meaning that by default, the believer is meant to stand out. Why? You are called out. So, if you are doing low-key faith, you are not doing it right, okay? We are called out, separated, light that shines in darkness. So, we are not meant to blend in. We are meant to stand out, okay? We are not meant to blend in. We are meant to stand out. We are not meant to suffer or suffer. We are meant to stand out, not blend in. We are not meant to cry with the cry. We are meant to stand out, not blend in, okay? We're meant to stand far above every issue, okay? So we step into the into people's issues and bring to them God's solution, okay? So we are not the sick. We are the healers getting other people healed. Do you understand? We are the called out ones. So you must carry this matter on your head that you are God's agaios. You are agaios, okay? You are his Called out ones, sanctified, sanctified unto God. You are sacred unto God. Glory to God. You are God's own. You are a holy nation. You are a royal what? A royal priesthood. What does what do priests do? The priests they stand between God and man. Do you understand? So our job is to stand between God and the world and bring to the world God's solution. 
Do you understand? So where there is sickness, we bring to them the healing of God. Where there is pain, we bring to them God's soothing power. Where there is affliction, we bring to them deliverance. Where there is crisis, we bring to them the peace of God. So we are the bridge. We are the, we are, we are, we are the bridge between God and man. Do you understand? Because we are his called as we are his royal priesthood. Our job is to reveal, you know, to, 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 to be a conduit of God's power, of God's love, and his mercy to everyone. Why? We are his only ones. We are his called out ones. We are called out to, to show forth the praise of him that took us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So you need to rejoice in your identity. See, it, is, it, it will not be nice. See, if all what God has done for you, you know it, but you don't talk about it. You don't show it. You hide it. You hold it. It, it is you undervaluing the work of Christ. To not talk about it is to be undervaluing the work of Christ. Again, to not talk about what God has done for you, it is to be undervaluing the work of Christ. So rejoice in your identity. Celebrate it. Make bold about it, okay? Make bold about it. So we are made only by God so that we can live only. Okay? We are made only by God so that we can, by nature, live only. We are not living only to end holiness, but we are only so we live in holiness. Do you understand? Okay? We are not trying to end holiness. It is who we are. We are not doing things to become holy. We are holy, so we behave in holiness. Okay? So we are, so we do. Okay? We are, so we do. The same way, we know that for, 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 for you to back, you have to be a dog. So also, the new creation. Okay? You have to be a new creation. The born again believer to do righteousness. The kind that God accepts. Every other righteousness is, does, does, will not count before God. Only that which comes from faith in Jesus. So, faith first. The righteous works. I said in 1 Peter 1, 13 to 16. 1 Peter 1, 13 to 16. 1 Peter 1, 13 to 16. It says, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when your Christ is coming. Verse 14. As obedient children, do not conform to the desires that you had when you lived in ignorance. 15. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. So our job, because we are already holy in God, our job right now is to practice holiness, to be holy in all we do. So, you know, yes, it is who we are by nature, okay? But we must also remind ourselves, okay, before we take funny steps that, okay, I'm holy, so I behave in holiness. So, for example, as a young uh, man, you know, that I am, you know, glory to God, young man. So, meaning that, you know, I have uh, my own, you know, temptations, right? So, when I see, you know, when I'm online on Twitter, 
and I see a very fine picture of a very fine day that, you know, that is, you know, a little troublesome. What do I do? Now, naturally, you want to take a second look. Naturally, you know, what do I do? Because I am holy, I scroll up. I just keep scrolling. Glory, I, just, I just keep scrolling. So, it is practical, okay? So, I know I am holy. So, I deliberately act in holiness. So, I was, I scroll up. I scroll up. See, I get my point here. So, because we are holy, we then deliberately practice holiness in all we do. Okay? So, it is natural to us, okay? But we must also make a practice of it. So, also, you are online and someone says something very stupid. And you want to give, you want to give person your own bath, you know? Because person gives you both. You want to reply with your bath, bath, bath. Okay? But you remember who you are. And you now deliberate yourself. I am only love lives here. So you then decide to reply, you know, in love. Even though the person deserves your anger. But because you are a child of God, you are a believer. So you respond in what? In love. These things are practical, okay? Now, people always think sir, that because, you know, you are a pastor, these things are always easy. It's not a struggle. It is not so. Believe you me, we all have our challenges, okay? We all have our challenges. But you know what we do? We practice holiness. Do you understand? There are days when you see a fine girl and, oh, Jesus, what is that? Okay? But we practice holiness. Glory to God. So, learn to carry your eyes away from what is not yours. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. So, also, you're a believer. But, ah, there's this guy that's on your case. You know? You know the guy is not so born again, sure. But, oh man, Lord Church, do you understand? So you are thinking, maybe I can you know, convert him. But you know in your heart, sure, that you want to date him, not convert him. What do you do? In your heart, scroll up. Okay? In your heart, scroll up. In your heart, scroll up. Okay? In your heart, what do you do? Scroll up. Okay? We must all deliberately practice holiness. So that I will not get into trouble. Okay? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So going further, okay? See, the only righteousness that God accepts is that which comes from faith in Jesus. Romans 1 3 talks about obedience that comes from faith. Obedience that comes from faith. Romans 10. 1 to 4, talks about the Israelites that because they didn't take righteousness that come from Christ Jesus, they were trying to form their own and in so doing, walked into error. Do you understand? Let me go there. Romans 10, 1 to, 1 to 4. Romans 10 to 4. Says, Brothers and sisters, my heart desire and prayer to God for, for, for Israelites is that they may be saved. Verse 2 says, for I can testify about them that they are zealous for God. Look at that. It says, I know they are zealous for God. But their zeal is not based on the knowledge of God. Verse 3. Since they did not know righteousness of God and sought to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. So, even though they were zealous to do good, zealous to serve God, but they are trying to do it out of Christ. So, he says, they didn't submit to God's righteousness. Meaning that 
with all their effort and labor, it was equal to zero. Verse 4 says, Christ is the culmination of the law, so that there may, there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Again, verse 4, verse 4, Christ is the culmination of the law, so there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. So, righteousness that, that Christ accepts, that God accepts, must come from faith in Jesus. This is important in this day. Our world needs to hear the true message, message of the gospel. So, we know that the message of the gospel is that we are saved by faith alone. We are saved by faith alone that Christ has done for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. All we now need to do is to believe in Jesus. Okay? All that gets people saved is for them to believe in Jesus. John 3, 14 to 18. 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 Oh, we love the gospel. John 3, 14 to 18. 14 says, John 3, 14 says, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must what? Lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life. In the OT, Moses put up the snake in the wilderness, okay? And everyone that looked at the snake was healed. They all lived, right? It's just as Moses did that, so also the Son of Man was lifted up. And he was lifted up on the cross. So that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Verse 16, that we all know. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only unique son. Because there is a one and only unique son. Because we are all sons of God, okay? But his one and only unique son. That son in a class of his own, Jesus Christ, okay? He gave his one and only son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So what's the key word there? Whosoever believes. Whosoever believes. Not whosoever works hard for it. Not whosoever begs God for it. Not whosoever sings the song and says, I want to live eternal life. God save my soul. No. Whosoever believes. It is not a prayer point. It is whosoever believes will not perish. So we are not praying to make heaven. We are not trying to make heaven. We believe and we have eternal life. We believe and we do not perish. We have eternal life. 17. For God did not send his son to the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. This is important, okay? Now, that people saying that God sent the virus, you know, to kill people, you know, to, kill, to kill them for their sin, you know, to, to, to make, make, make them, you know, to serve him, to make them, you know, to make them, you know, to, make them to, uh, to focus on him, to remember him, to get, their, to get their attention. Now, let me tell you something. Our God is not a psychopath. Our God is not a madman. Our God is not Hitler. Glory to God. Our God is not 
is not Father Yoloro. Amen. Our God is not that person. Okay? See, if he sent his only son to die for us, and he cannot be the one also sending plagues to get people to die and go to hell. Do you understand? If God is killing the sinner, thereby populating hell, that would be so counterproductive. That would be utter madness. That would be psychopathic, you know, and, and you know, Ridiculous, right? So he sent his son to save the world, not to condemn the world. We have to have sense. So he sent his son to save the world, not to condemn the world. Why right? he says in First Timothy two three that God, let's go to three. He says he wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So he is not wanting them dead, okay? But he wants them to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God does not want the death of the sinner. What he wants is their repentance. God does not want the death of the sinner. What he wants is their word repentance that they will come to him. So God, God, God is not involved in mass murder, okay? God would rather have people be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. Amen. So back to John 3. John 3, 18. says, Whosoever believes in him, look at that, is not condemned. So, whosoever believes is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. So, what sends people to hell is not Believing in Jesus, okay, is not we are saved by faith alone or condemned by lack of faith. Did you understand? We are saved by believing, condemned by unbelief. So what, what makes us go to heaven is not it's not really works. It's not works. It is faith in Jesus. So heaven or hell is a question of faith in Christ or not. Going further, okay, we know also. That salvation is believing just from Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. It says, for we are saved by what? Let's go there. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. We are saved by grace through faith. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. If you are there, say, yeah, yeah. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Verse 8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Look at that. It is by grace you have been saved what? through faith. Not through hard work. Not through prayer. Not through fasting. It is by grace. Free. But you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. Not by works. So that no one can boast. Look at this. It is not by works. So that no one can boast about it. Okay, we can only boast in his grace. We make our boast in what Christ has done, not in how we work 
add for it. No, we didn't work out for it. We didn't work for it. Okay. Verse 10 says, For we are God's handiwork. Glory! The new creation is God's design. The new creation is God's craftsmanship. We are created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. So, Amen. Glory to God. John 6, 20, 29. John 6, 28, 29. John 6, 28, 29. John 6, 28 to 29. So they asked him, what must we do to do the works God requires? Look at that. Then they asked him, 28, what must we, must we do to do the works God requires? Verse 29, Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he accepts. The work of God is this, believe. The work of God is to believe. The work of God is to believe. The work of God is to believe. So this is our job. The work of God is to believe in the one he has sent. So, look at this. So, we are saved by faith. Okay? And even after being saved, our work, gong, 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 is to believe in Jesus. Okay? To believe in his word. Now, to then take actions in line with our belief in his word. So, our actions must proceed from faith in Jesus. Actions Proceeding from faith in Christ. Actions proceeding from faith in Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Romans 10, 8 to 13. 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 I love the gospel. Romans 10, 8 to 13. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith I will proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Glory. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You are saved. Look at that. If you believe in your heart, that if you say, declare your mind just to Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you are saved. Ten. For it is. Sorry, take it again. I'll take it again. Take it again. Verse eight. But what does it say? The word is near you. The word is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. So, so we tell the sinner that all you need to do to be saved, declare Jesus as your Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Verse 10. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and you are saved. Verse 11. As scripture says, anyone 
who believes in him will never be put to shame. So glory, God no go shame you. Glory, <laughs> God will not put to shame. Anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Anyone, you, who believes in him will never be put to shame. Verse 12. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be what? Will be saved. So salvation, being called out to God's own, is a work of faith. Calling on the name of the Lord, and that person is saved. This reminds me of a friend who lost her mother last week. But this was her joy. Two weeks ago, this was her joy. Her mother received Jesus right before she died. Her mother received Jesus right before she died. Why? Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Isn't God good? That He makes salvation as easy as a genuine cry of the name of the Lord. That's God's goodness. That is God's goodness. The gospel is God's goodness preached. Glory. 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 So that, 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 that's why was comforting that our mother received Jesus right before she died. Glory. So, if you have called on Jesus, you are saved. If you have called on Jesus, you are saved. And in your heart, you just know. Now, your head might ask questions, right? But in your heart, you just know. They might tell you, who told you are saved? You feel saved. How do you know you are saved? Okay? But you just know somewhere in your heart, Sha, you just know. You just know in your knower. Like, yeah, I belong to God. I'm saved. Romans 8, 9 to 11. Romans 8, 9 to 11. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, glory to God. Am I right, please? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll take it. But if Christ is in you, then that's not that's what to read. Go to verse 14. 14. 14, 14, 14, 14. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. 15. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. 16. The Spirit himself, Spirit. the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. So we just know, because the Spirit of God just tells our own spirit man, reminds us every time that yes, we are children of God. So the Spirit in us bears with our own spirit. That we are children of God. So how do you know you're a child of God? You just know. Because the Holy Ghost is in you. And that Holy Ghost is in you. Tells your spirit man every time. They are my child. Even when your head is in doubt. Your heart knows. Glory to God. Glory to God. I will learn it. Is that good? 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 Now. 
People generally misinterpret Philippians 2, 12 to 13. Philippians 2, 12 to 13. People generally misinterpret this part, okay? That's what that's what says Philippians 2. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So people read, read and say it is saying work for your salvation no, with fear of hellfire. Okay? Work for it too. No, no. It's not saying work for. It's saying work out. It's like 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 like, like what we read the first Peter. That was said be only you know behave you know only in all you do because you are holy. So it's saying the same thing. Okay? You are already saved. So deliberately practice holiness. Deliberately practice. Deliberately live like the says man. Work it out. See, you are saved already. It is already inside of you. Work out your salvation. Do you understand? Work out your salvation. Act like the saved man. Talk like the saved man. Think like the saved man. Okay? Let your salvation show in every area of your life. In the same way also, same way also, that by his stripes, we, we are healed, okay? But we have to deliberately practice living the healed life. We have to learn, cultivate, practice living a life of divine health. We have to learn how to work out the faith already in us by, by salvation. We have to learn and practice how to work out out, how to make it show in our everyday conversations and reality. Do you understand? The thing says, for it is God, T-O-C, it is God who works in you, do you understand? Who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So it is still the work of God. We only have to learn to yield to the work of God. See, it is still God working in the believer. Okay, He works in us to will to to will to do good and also to act out the good things. Okay, so what we need to do is to learn and practice yielding to God. You know, it's funny because Philippians one talks to believers. Philipp, the book, the book of Philippians, reading to believers. So it can't be telling believers, you know, to work to be believers. Jonathan, the book. Really to believers. Philippians, Bible Philippians 1. Philippians 1 1. Philippians 1 1. Paul and Timothy, sons of Christ Jesus. To all God's holy people in Christ Jesus, as Philippi, to, to the overseers and deacons. So he wrote this letter to the church. To, he, said, he wrote it to God's holy people. He already called them holy. Do you understand? Even wrote letter to, to the church with their bishops. Overseers and deacons, though. So, he's not telling them to walk to become holy. He called them holy in chapter, chapter 1, verse 1. So, he's not saying walk to become holy. He's saying you are holy. Walk out your holiness. Live out your holiness in your conduct. Do you understand? Okay, so let's not misread this, okay? So, back, back, back to Colossians 1. We are saying that our holiness is a gift from God. That happened at salvation. Why? We are called, we are called as separated because 
Christ redeemed us to himself. He, to redeem there means to buy back from slavery. So he bought us. He paid the ransom. He bought us with his blood so that we can then belong to him. Do you understand? He bought us, purchased our freedom so that we can begin to serve him. Do you understand? Do you get that? See? So, it's important, okay? We are not saved for saved alone. He bought us to belong to him. Ephesians 2 says that we may do the good works that he has predestined for us to do. So, he brought us back into his own service. So, we are now part of God's soldiers. We are enrolled in God's service on the earth. We are not saved to roam about aimlessly. We are saved for good works that God has prepared for us. By the good works, live in holiness, preach the gospel, fulfill your assignment, get the sick healed. Okay? We are saved to serve. You are saved to serve. So, our good works don't save us. Rather, we are empowered for good works by being saved. Our good works don't save us. Rather, we are empowered for good works by being saved. Now, we are God's own. Now, we are sons. Now, we walk in power. We have the spirit of adoption. So, we walk in power. There's no fear here. There's no fear. We are saved, okay? So, we are God's own. We are God's temple. We are God's house, okay? We walk in power. And there's no fear. Romans 8. Romans 8. 14-17. says, For those, for we, who are led by the Spirit of God, are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves. Look at this. So that you live in fear again. Go for peace. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. 18. 16, rather. 16. The Spirit himself. Set our spirit. That we are God's children. That we are God's children. So, this Spirit is alien to fear. This Spirit does not, does not, does not gel with fear. So, we can deliberately refuse to live in fear. We have received the Spirit of Sonship. Okay? And by him we cry, Father. Father. So we cry, Father, knowing that, knowing that our Father, God our Father, can protect us, can keep us, can help us. Chapter 2 says, Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. We are heirs of God. Look at that. And co-heirs with Christ. We are heirs of God. You are an heir of God. God is your inheritance. Kaya. Ooh. God is your inheritance. You are God's own. You know the way a parent would write a will and leave an inheritance for his children. You are heirs of God. God has bequeathed to you an inheritance. In your spirit right now, you are loaded with good things. Things you inherited from God. You are co-heirs with Christ. 
meaning that you share the exact same inheritance that Christ received. Your inheritance is exactly what Christ received. Guys, only ignorance would make us live in fear. Christ was aboard a stormy ship. The winds were blowing. He was asleep. He was just chilling. You know? And if people kept calling, everyone was asking, Master, don't you care that we drown? And he got up and said to the, to the, to the storm, Peace be still. And there was peace. This is what we have inherited. We are co-heirs with Christ. We are co-heirs with Christ. We must begin to wield this authority, this power. Know that Paul said in Ephesians 1, that we may know what this glorious inheritance is in the saints. That we may understand the glorious inheritance, that we may understand the riches of this glorious inheritance in us is only people. Look at that again. Again, Ephesians 1. Since that we may know, I think about 16 to 20, somewhere around, around I think about 17, 17. Since that we may know the riches of his glorious inheritance. Riches of his glorious inheritance. In us, it's only once. So when he made us his own, he gave us an inheritance. The exact same one Christ shares. We need to work at these things. We need to constantly remind ourselves of who we are. That we live on the same planet, planet with the unsaved does not make us like them. That we go to the same office, share the same salary, buy from the same, buy from the same mall, eat the same popcorn, drink the same chivita, does not make us like them. We are the new creation. We are God's design. We are God's mastercraft. We are God's house. We are his priesthood. We are different. We are not them. We are God's chosen people. We are his sons. We are heirs of God. We are co-heirs with Christ. We need to always remember who we are. And it says in that same Romans 8, that, you know, that because we are his children, we have his spirit living in us. And that same spirit quickens our mortal body. That same spirit quickens our mortal body. That same spirit gives life to our mortal body. So, that same spirit puts the anointing, the power of God on your flesh. So that when a disease touches your body, it should die instantly. So, Cooperate with God in this regard. Believe God that whatever touches your body that is not good dies on contact. That whatever you lay, on, you lay your hands on, every issue in your life dies on contact. Why? You have God's own. A spirit lives in you and gives life to your mortal body. Friends, you are God's own. You are God's house. You are heirs of God. Go as with Christ. Do not downplay your salvation. Do not downplay your salvation. Don't downplay 
your salvation. Do not downplay what God has done. When we talk fear and unbelief, we are downplaying what God has done. Do not downplay what God has done. So I remember Paul in Acts that the snake fasting itself round about Paul's heart. And the people thought that the snake would strike Paul dead. What did Paul do? Paul shook off the snake. <laughs> he shook off the snake. He shook off the snake. Can we begin to shake off issues? Shake off that pain. Shake off that fear. Shake off the worry. Shake off the anxiety. In fact, go to people that are sick and help them in the name of Jesus to shake off their sickness. This is who we are. And it is the word of God preached undiluted. This is who we are. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.